The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Episode 32. Yay! Wow. And the all-important Matt's last episode for six months. So last night our uh, our intro happened again. That was yeah, that did. was pretty cool. We're playing Cards Against Humanity. The Schmagma and Schmagma had to be described to you. I'm pretty sure over here, Zach. You asked what Schmagma was last night. No, somebody else did. I know what Schmagma is. <laughs> My teacher sure described asked. it to me, and I wish I hadn't asked. No. <laughs> but the moment happened, and it was pretty exciting. Yep. In fact, it was. I, I'm going to say it was the best moment of the evening. Like, oh. just that, right there. Wow. <laughs> Even though we just remembered it right now. Yep. Oh, God, that evening was worse than I remember. <laughs> yeah, we had my going away party last night. Yeah, and, well, we... We ate a lot of food. Ate a lot of food, drank. We kicked two kegs of beer. Yeah, I only had, like, three classes of glasses out of it, so I don't know who kicked it. I only it. had three or four. Like, who kicked it? I had and half I'm a cup so, of... You like, had half a cup? Out. Yeah. Who the fuck drank it all? I don't know. Are you sure the kegs are empty? Who did that. Everyone was saying that the kegs were empty. I never felt it. I never tried it. You're one of the people who's no, like, didn't. the kegs are kicked. No, I didn't. Oh, maybe we didn't kick the kegs then. Maybe yeah. I just lied to. Peter was. Peter said it a couple times. Okay. I don't know. Uh, maybe people are just lying to me. <laughs> See how it is. <laughs> they're out to they're, get, they're like, they're like, out to get me. I, I want him to feel like his beer is good. So, oh yeah, those kegs, they're kicked. We drank <laughs> it all. What they yeah. really did was just empty him into the grass. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked the pale ale a lot. That was good. Maybe but, today. Yeah. No, it, it's gotten better with age. It's dried out a little bit. It's a lot better now. Maybe Dakota got at the beer. That's what it was. No, she was sleeping and eating bones, I think. She, 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 she was in bones. heaven. She has bones. Is that healthy? What? To eat rib bones? I, well, it's, not, it, it was fine. Chicken bones are the ones they shouldn't eat. Oh, okay. Because chicken bones like they spread splinter. into shards and stuff. And they can get like stuck in the throat. Yeah. I don't know. Dakota's been eating Sounds chicken like bones all torture. her life. Oh, like, so she's a professional. She, she's she's yeah. It's like a sword swallow. Or something. <laughs> Gross. Her, her intestines are so scarred from the past right? ones. It doesn't do anything as it passes through. Wow. So what has everyone been up to this week? I, anything work? exciting? Yeah, just work. The Last of Us. After I get home from work yeah. and play that for five hours, and then you replayed it again today. Yeah, how, all how the parts is the that Last you did. Of us? I it, enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, good it, story. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it gets repetitive at times, but it, yeah, it's really good. Sweet. Is it? Is it the best PS3 game? Like everyone's been saying, like no. it's the best game for the PS3 ever. Maybe if I would have not known about all the hype, but I don't know. I, I still love know. Uncharted. I'm obsessed with yeah. Uncharted. Sweet. All right. Yeah, no, I I haven't been doing much except, you know, prepping for taking over all the shows when you leave. <laughs> I went fishing on Thursday. That's yeah. fun. I got burnt. I got really burnt. And then Wednesday I stayed in the house because there was rain and grossness. It's been a weird week. Like, yeah, it's been a gross week. And so humid all week long. Just nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Carlos, what have you been doing? I heard that you got elected mayor. Yes. <laughs> those fools in Animal Crossing decided that I'd be a good mayor, so I hop off the train and like, oh, you're mayor now. Well, that was great. <laughs> Congratulations, you're mayor. Wait, you just you just got off a train and they elected you? Yeah, because they thought that I was the person that they were waiting for to be mayor. Oh, so <laughs> you actually so the actual mayor is somewhere else. <laughs> you're, you're impersonating the mayor then. Well, I, it's okay. The old mayor sent, or the like, the person who's supposed to be mayor sent me a. I, a male saying, oh, yeah, that's all right. I'm not going to come back anytime soon. <laughs> what? Yeah, here you go. Here's all the debt. Goodbye. Yeah, just, just be yeah, So now. is it the city's debt or is it the, are you spending the city's money for your house? Are you or? spending taxpayer money uh, on your house? <laughs> I haven't gone around to, like, apparently like, the way it works is uh, you have, like, city works projects. So, like, oh, make a fountain or a bridge or something. And, like, hmm. So then you have to go around collecting money from all the uh, other people in the town. So That sounds awful. It 
I haven't tried that yet. Why don't they just tax everything? He hasn't tried it yet. He's just I, trying to catch the shark. I don't want to have to. Pay it. <laughs> I don't want to have to pay it out of my pocket. In the yeah, game, so. he, has a, he has a point. I yeah, mean, I'm still, I would use taxpayer money. Well, at least there is an interest on it. Yeah, I just saw that Animal Crossing. Like, I see all these things online about Animal Crossing. It's like, all right. That's weird. I, why would I want anybody to play that? Like, I got uh, drunk last weekend. I was like, oh, I, uh, I got home. I'm like, oh, you know what I could do? I could download Animal Crossing and play it right now. <laughs> so I did that. Did you ever have it for, like, a GameCube or anything? No. No. I had it on GameCube. I loved that. You too. guys remember Harvest Moon? Yeah. The N64. That was fun. That was a good game. I played it on the uh, GameCube. Yeah? And it was like... You get through like the first two in-game years, and then after that, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> it's just like, why am I playing a game about a farmer's life when I'm in the city and I could be outside having fun? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it's we're gonna have a good show. Uh, we you know, we have our regular half, and then at the end or yeah, second half of the show today, we're interviewing Phil Giuliano. So that'll be fun. We're missing a couple people today, but... Well, yeah, because everyone's like, oh, it's Matt's last day. I'm not going to show up. I know, fuckers. So, apparently we're having a really big party next weekend. We're like, oh, yeah, that dick's not here. Woo! Oh, no. There's a party next weekend? Oh, yeah, you didn't get the memo? I'm sorry. Send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to be here right now? Am I supposed to know this stuff? Uh, just forget it. Okay. Will there be a bounce house? Yeah, of course. Wait a minute. Awesome. Wait, 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 just <laughs> and a, a magician second here. And a clown making balloon animals. Okay, I don't That's want the clown, me. but nope, I want I'm the magician. Magician, totally. Can Is he going to be Job the magician? He might be Job. I don't Good. think he's available. Ah, shit. <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not going to be here. But anyway, uh, question of the week last week. Is what is Matt really going to be doing in Japan? He says he's going to be teaching English, but I'm pretty sure we know better. Carlos, what do you think he's really going to be doing? Well, they get a lot of stuff from vending machines well, over there, so he's going to go and buy a whole bunch of used panties from vending machines. You got it. That's that's the reason he's going to Japan is for dirty underwear. Well, he can't do that in America. <laughs> at least for I can use machine. Craigslist. Yeah, use no vending machine, or you though. could just hang out at a laundromat. <laughs> that too. That could creep all over that mat. Zach, you wouldn't be out of place, I suppose, creeping out a laundromat. <laughs> what do you think Matt's going to be doing? Oh, like I said earlier, hentai. Hentai? Just something. Along just just something with Maybe hentai. Maybe start drawing it or start directing it, whatever they do over there. <laughs> or just start consuming mass quantities of it. <laughs> be a voice actor. <laughs> All right, Matt. So, what are you really going to be doing in Japan? I mean, let's. I didn't know I was supposed to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to hear it from the horse's mouth. So, what are you really going to be doing? I am going to be sneaking into North Korea for no reason whatsoever. Isn't that across like some water? Yeah, <laughs> the Sea of Japan's right there, and yep. it's this whole. It's all thing. a big surprise. You guys won't know until it happens. Hmm, like there's cool. like South Korea in the way. Well, there, that's fine. I can have normal crossing there. I gotta sneak into North Korea, and I'm not telling you what after that. He's gonna play the bombs basketball involved? with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> you got it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I think Matt is gonna get a pair of uh, stilts and pretend to be Godzilla. Just the entire time. <laughs> How big are these stilts? Like like three feet oh. at most. Like. <laughs> well, it's, it's Japan, so like they're all going to be small. And be like, oh no, Godzilla! Godzilla! He's <laughs> Godzilla! Um, on, I, I asked this question on Facebook. We got a couple of answers. Uh, Brendan Morales said, Kawaii? Kawaii? Oh, it's, it's apparently like... You know, Cute. Uh, the cutesy thing. Yeah. Apparently that's a thing. That's all it said? Yeah. Uh, well, appar- apparently it's it's some sort of, like, cultural movement. Quite. Thing. Yeah. But, yeah. like, no, he didn't say anything after that? Nope. Okay. It, it was kind of like his hentai answer. Okay. Just single word and... <laughs> I'm really confused right now. I am too. I I had to Google it and like, what is this? Uh, Oh, and Matt Emberg says, buying all of the Hello Kitty merchandise. Yep. There's a store at the Mall of America for that. You don't have to go to Japan. (laughs) Got to get from the source. Except that probably says made in China on it. No, you should just. You think the stuff in Japan still says made in China too? Yes. (laughs) You could just get the Chinese knockoff ones. Mm hmm. All right. Well, I guess we should just transition right into the beer tasting. We're tasting two different beers today because we are on top of things, and we did not just pull these out of the fridge earlier. 
Uh, you wanna which, open which, that one which one should we taste first, guys? Uh, the amber. You guys need some glasses, I think, right? All right, so the first beer that we're going to taste is Bell's Amber Ale. Um, it's an American amber or red ale. Uh, comes in at 5.8% ABV. I mean, it's it's obviously made by Bell's in Michigan. They have a lot of really good beers. Really good beers. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Some of you have it in glass. I don't yet. Um, it's kind of bland. In case you, it's a shot for you. What? Well, no, I I had to finish my other beer. beer. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't oh, know. oh, yeah. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. No, Maybe any it's a any bad like beer. smell or anything. It smells like water. Oh yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really have a distinct aroma <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's wow, <kinda> disappointing. <laughs> Can I pick a new one? <laughs> I don't like this one. Yeah, no, it. I mean, you have that like little caramel flavor that you get in a lot of reds and amber. It can be a session beer, though, because you could drink a lot of it and not even know it. Yeah, but at, at 5.8%, it's not a session beer. Well, the way I'm tasting it, it can be a session beer. Yeah. Well, it'd be a session beer that gets you really, really drunk yeah. during that session. It's a, that's a heavy drinking session. 5.8? Yeah. I don't know. Session's like 3 4%. No, that's way too low. <laughs> See, I like that because I can just drink it all day long. <laughs> all day long. What's, What's a good get? session beer? I should buy some for uh, tomorrow. Well, there's there's a bunch of them. Uh, the the one I've been Light. drinking a lot is <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Founders has a session IPA. I think it's like four and a half percent. I love no, not Founders. Um, Finnegan's. I like Finnegan's. Finnegan's a lot. Irish Red or no, 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 Finnegan's. The one from Minnesota. Every keg that they sell, they give money to the, all the money to the food shelters. Actually, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I was a huge fan of that beer. For some reason, I liked it. Uh, a lot. It it kind of tasted like this. Just there not there wasn't a whole yeah. lot to it. Fairly two dimensional. I can taste some hops in it. No, I mean it's there. It's just not a super complex beer. I mean, like it's very simple. I, I definitely prefer their uh, Bell's uh, Two Hearted. Yeah, yeah. Compared to their other ones, like how oh, those ones do like have quite Oberon a bit. Of, yeah. Or, too hard. How beer. much is a keg of, of like I don't know a half keg of Oberon? I don't know. Like probably that stuff gets you drunk. Like eighty, ninety bucks. Wow, sounds about right. Yeah, spotted yeah. cow is about ninety bucks. Yeah, oh, that's not terrible. Though. No, I mean if 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 you like part it out, like what you'd pay for a six yeah. pack versus yeah. what you're paying for the keg for sure. All right, uh, we have another beer. So as soon as you guys finish that one, we can do the second beer. Everyone's like trying to reach it. Nobody can quite <laughs> that was reach. Horrible placement. Somebody, somebody put it like it? right in the middle of the table, and nobody can reach it. Why is I, this table so big when there's only four of us? <laughs> well, there's not always just four. No, no, no. So what's the next? All one right, uh, the next beer we are tasting is Tall Grasses uh, Vanilla Bean <laughs> Buffalo Sweat. Can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. That's a fun song. And now that is stuck in your head for the rest of eternity. Such a horrible song. You're a horrible oh, song. Thank you. Well, I, I guess it takes one to know one. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is a milk stout from Tall Grass Brewing Company in Kansas. Uh, 5% ABV. Last time I had this, I wasn't a huge fan of it. We'll see if that was just you know my palate being broken that day or if it's actually a thing I hate. Maybe it's just from being up till 3.30 in the morning last night and drinking because this doesn't have a lot of flavor either for me. Really? <laughs> I think oh, my God. palate's just broken today. <laughs> the flavor's there. It's just, it's lighter than I think what you're expecting. It's not as chewy. Ooh, that's good. I kind of like this one. It's it's sweet. Um, Like just a subtle roast note. Like it's not overwhelmingly mm. roasty. Which is I good. like that. Yeah, I know. It's pretty good. It's very light. You can definitely pick up the vanilla in it. With a name like Buffalo Sweat, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Ball Sweat well, or something. Well, Moose Drool is also delicious. And mm. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> or is that another beer? That's another beer. All right. <laughs> no, he likes his pastime. <laughs> We're supposed to know about the guys. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, out of these two, what do you guys think? Which one? Which one is the better beer? For do we the, even need to ask? Buffalo sweat. Buffalo sweat. <laughs> yeah, hands down. All I right. would, I wouldn't have said that just by looking at the two of them, but 
Yeah, plus it comes in the nice taller cans, like the, the actual pint cans, the 16-ounce cans. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are getting more popular here in the they, U.S. Yeah, well, especially now that a lot of craft uh, breweries are starting to can. Oh, okay, like, instead of bottle? Yeah. Cheaper or? it's It preserves the flavor of the beer better because there's no UV like oh, there's no light getting yeah, to there's it. no light okay. getting in or anything like that. And I found out that's why they use the darker bottles. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. If you use a green or a clear bottle, the sun gets in and skunks the hops right away. It's terrible. So never buy beer in green or clear bottles. Then why do they make it in clear bottles? I don't know because it's it's a marketing thing. Because Except Stella cheap. has to be skunky and great. No, <laughs> Stella's not supposed to be skunky. It's great. It's terrible. I love it. I don't care. I feel like Stella's too overrated. It's I love it. Way overrated. I love it. Way overrated. Just have a new castle. How does it feel to be wrong? I have had a new castle. I, I drank too, way too much Newcastle when I first turned 21. I, can, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> Newcastle's a beer I get when there's nothing else on tap. Like, if, it, if it's a choice between Budweiser and Newcastle, like Newcastle. Oh, gosh. I wish I had that choice. I went to a bar with my friend <laughs> up in Brooklyn Park. I was like, oh, what do you guys have on tap? Uh, Miller Lite, MGD Lite, just a bulk. All shit beer. And I was just like, oh, that's it? Like, nothing Usually the good? best thing about places like that in the cities, though, is there will be a Nordeast on tap, usually, or just a Grain Belt Premium. That's usually... Then I'll pick one of those over any of, any those of the other the ones. bottle either, so I had to get a bottle of PBR. I wanted to just break the thing oh. over my head. Well, and the problem is, there's so many great breweries yeah. in the cities. Yeah. Like, why would you not have at least one local beer on tap? Because it's in the hood. <laughs> Why were you in the hood? Because I work up in Brooklyn Park. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Why were you in the hood? What are you doing up there, Zach? It's dangerous. Were you there with all the leprechauns from Leprechaun 4? In the hood? I, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> but no, I don't see, see it. <laughs> all right. Well, it's now time for everyone's favorite fun segment. Can I get some banjo music? So much. Kelsey's actually listening to banjos right now, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're not as amazing as these. No, not nearly as amazing as this. This is the best stock soundbite I ever found. I know, and the best part is, <laughs> it's ten minutes long, right? Well, we looped it. I know. A lot. <laughs> you just let's go ahead. We had somebody jam out for ten minutes for us. Yes. Yep, I did not take this straight from Garage Band. <laughs> Promise. Or Promise. put it on loop. All right, crazy arrest today. Uh, police arrested a 57-year-old woman for selling their narcotic prescription drug Vicodin to a 53-year-old man. After busting the deal, the police searched the house and found other drug paraphernalia. Wait, where, where did this happen? Here, Here in River Falls. Oh my gosh, you guys are worse than the cities. <laughs> First of all, you're busting this poor old woman for trying to make a little bit of money selling her painkillers. I don't, I don't see a problem with this. Yeah, so she can get more. Yes. You know, she she needs to pay those Medicare bills. Besides, they are past their expiration date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The old people are the pills. Both. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing like this little old grandma, and instead of like hard candies in her purse, she has like individually wrapped Vicodin pills. <laughs> She's probably selling them to her son, right? Just popping them in church. <laughs> Uh, police cited a 17-year-old boy for shoplifting from Family Fresh. The boy was stopped as he was walking out of the store by a clerk. A 12-inch ham deli sub and a Monster Energy drink were recovered from under his sweatshirt. He was fined $177. Jesus fuck. God. <laughs> oh, you don't have money for the food? Here, give us some of your money. <laughs> Why like, not just cut off his pinky instead? <laughs> you keep well, the sandwich and your drink and give us your pinky. There had to have been a smaller, like, sub to try to take. And something <laughs> smaller than, like, a Monster Energy drink. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's take the biggest things we can find and then shove them up my sweat. And it was probably on one of those days where it was 90 degrees outside. He's wearing a big sweatshirt. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 weird at all. He is he you know, smartest young man ever. Excuse me, do you have anything in your shirt? Oh no no, I'm just running with tumors. <laughs> <laughs> a 24 year old local man was cited for public urination against the side of Treasures of the Heart. 
uh, right on the corner of East Walnut and Main. So this guy is just standing right on Main Street, pissing on the side of a building. He is. <laughs> and there's like a bar. A I did one. that once. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least I go down an alley or something. Like, that was. Just were like, you actually right on Main? <laughs> yeah. I saw the cop drive by, so I was just like, and then I saw him come back again. I was like, all right, now I'm going to do it. <laughs> that was like right outside Emma's, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right into the street. I didn't care who, if anybody saw. I was shit-faced. The man, while pulling up his zipper, denied pissing. He's like, no, officer, I did not pee. <laughs> That's no, not officer, a lot of my penis right here in front of me. No, officer, I was uh, I was masturbating. <laughs> That's even bigger fine, isn't it? He finally admitted what he had done and was given a $114 fine. All right, I did pee. I guess. <laughs> a uh, a 28-year-old 20 California man was cited for public urination against a dumpster behind Emma's. The man exclaimed to the officer, I had to go. I can't stop. I'm sorry. When he was finished, he was given a $114 fine. That is really random for their the fine. The dumpsters? <laughs> 114. Why not just do like 120 or something? Or 177 for <laughs> yeah. the sandwich in a soda. Not from experience, but uh, the dumpsters are really far away from the door of Emma's, like in the alleyway. So there's no real good place to hide. There is like this little alcove right around the corner to the left at the backside of Emma's, Plus, though. Yeah, there, yes. Like, but there's also a bathroom, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Door. When I was a smoker, though, you're in the no. middle of a cigarette. I, I mean, when I wasn't a smoker and I wasn't outside peeing... <laughs> I, uh, allegedly, <laughs> there's a place to pee there. It's all kinds of crazy. You didn't want a nice fade out there? Nope. I could have done it for you. Nope, we're good. We're good. I like things abrupt. Okay. Abrupt transitions Fine. today. No fun segues, just... Just bam, we're on a new thing. <laughs> In other news, a Japanese man has sued the nation's public broadcaster, NHK, for using too much English. What? Huh? <laughs> the Japanese man is, is suing the public broadcasting uh, company, NHK, for using too much English. In their broadcast. Uh, the 71-year-old man is seeking 1.4 million yen, or about $14,000, for the mental stress... Of having to listen to English words. I can't do it. It hurts. This is the country you're going to, Matthew. <laughs> I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> do you think I could uh, sue P uh, PBS for using too much English? No, you can sue them for using too much Spanish. Wait a second. PBS doesn't have any uh, money, though. They don't. It's public. Yeah, but like their their budgets and stuff are getting cut. Like, no more Sesame Street for you. I thought that got saved, though. I don't know. Maybe. Hope so. Otherwise, it's going to turn into Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I was looking at my mom's People magazine, and there's a fucking picture of her mother, like, standing on the beach trying to act like Pamela Anderson. I'm like, dude, why the fuck is this in here? Like, why? Why do we need to be looking at this? Because we like to look at train wrecks. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, you just, it's so horrifying, you can't look away. And I, ca I, I can, though. It's just like, I want to see it once, and then just, like, I hate humanity for... <laughs> I hate humanity for this. for uh, on Reddit. There was another one of those magazines, one of the Star magazines, and it's one of those ones where it says they do this too, and it's a picture of a guy carrying a basket <laughs> inside <laughs> of a supermarket. <laughs> and it fucking said they use baskets. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh shit! Really? <laughs> a a New Mexico man has been battling the court system for five years to be exonerated of some open container charges that he was slapped with after being pulled over and having two open containers of O'Doul's non-alcoholic beer in his car. Gary Southern has been acting as his own attorney throughout the ordeal and has had multiple cases that have been thrown out because of procedural mishaps. I feel so bad for this guy. Like, first of all, he made the smart decision, and he was drinking O'Doul's while he was driving. <laughs> he just wanted the flavor. O'Doul's is like, I think it's like 0.7 or 0.5% alcohol. It's under 0.5. Okay. And so it's not considered an alcoholic uh, beverage by New When Mexico I went to Rob long. Zombie and Marilyn Manson, they were giving away O'Doul's to any designated driver. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... So you didn't have to go and pay for any like, drinks? Do you realize anything? how much O'Doul's you'd have to drink to even hit the legal limit? I was fine with drinking it, too, because it tasted just like beer, so I'm like, yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And I think the dumb thing is he's trying to act as his own attorney. Like, just, come on, just, if you would have hired an attorney at the beginning of this, 
you it would be done by now. Yeah, yeah. But ah, whatever. Uh, hosts of land parties and events in Sweden are pissed because the government has implemented a tax on land parties. For those of you who don't know, a land party is like when you bring uh, uh, computers or consoles together and link them together on like yeah. a private how network. They, how they, how do you know tax that? Yeah. Uh, well, a- according to the Swedish government, it's they're they're classifying it as like gambling. Like under gambling laws, and so in order to uh, do these uh, like land events and stuff, they have to pay uh, a fee up to five thousand dollars in order to receive a in order to receive a permit to That's... to have the land party. They may also have to pay an extra inspection fee to the gambling board. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> what? <Uh-oh. laughs> I'm so baffled by this. <laughs> Sweden's like, well, we want some more money. So... I thought Sweden was supposed to be the good place where people are just like, oh, yeah. I, I want to yeah. go there. And now it's just like, fuck you, Sweden. <laughs> we hate you so much. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sweden's. That's baffling. <sighs> um, an 18-year-old Oklahoma man was arrested last Sunday for riding his motorcycle naked while holding a boot over his bidness. The man, Billy Buckley, uh, said that his friends bet him $50 that he couldn't do it for 20 minutes. The cops decided, you know, well, we're going to pull this guy over because, well, he's naked. Good. (laughs) Uh, Two sisters in Miami were both charged with a DUI at the same time in the same car. How is this possible, you ask? Well, as they were being pulled over, they stopped the vehicle in the middle of the street and switched drivers in plain view of the police. (laughs) (laughs) Then they pulled over. When the police approached the car, the passenger refused a breath test, and the driver failed miserably by by blowing a .13. Because both women had been behind the wheel with the keys in the ignition, they were both charged. (laughs) Dummies. <laughs> right? Wow. You're getting fucked one way or the other. <laughs> That's a good plan that they had. You're yeah. on top of the soundboard. Shit. I am. I like it. I found a website. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> so easy. Uh, a 64-year-old man uh, was foiled during his attempt at carjacking when he stopped to put his walker in the stolen car. The man had apparently held a knife to the throat of a 22-year-old woman in the parking lot of an Australian shopping center. When the woman gave up her car and her keys, uh, she ran away to call the police. When the police arrived, the car was still where she left it, and the man was trying to load his walker and some bags into the back seat. <laughs> Couldn't she have just kicked the walker out from under him? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. So he just slowly creeped up behind her right. with his walker. You, wouldn't like, you hear that? <laughs> No, he had the tennis balls on there. So, it was oh, uh, so couldn't she have like just taken a step backwards so she, he wouldn't have to throw it? Like she probably moved yes. faster than him. Step foot your foot back as far as it can. Just right. kind of trips over himself. Like, well, I mean, it worked out. She did the right thing. She went and called the police. And yeah, yeah. This carjacker was like, "Well, I need to put this walker back here. <laughs> oh, and my groceries." Oh, no. <laughs> He's been doing it every day for decades. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, It is now time where we decide who the douchebag of the week was. Uh, The douchebags that are in the running this week are the Swedish government for the land. Sorry. (laughs) I got scared there. (laughs) (laughs) The cop who arrested Gary Southern for drinking his O'Doul's while driving. Uh, Billy Buckley's friends for giving him the bet. Billy Buckley for going through with the bet. I'm going with Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, I I think Sweden Sweden is the clear winner this week. Because it's normally always good guy Sweden, but... uh, Yeah. Because I've had a lot of fun at land parties. So, congratulations, Sweden. You are the douchebag of the week. Yay! I don't have a nice clap sound like Matt does. That's okay. Got Swifty. you shifty nigga! (laughs) (laughs) That's a Mel Brooks song. <laughs> that was fantastic. I was not ready for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, my glass of beer is empty, so I need more beer. And I got to get our uh, guest on the horn. So I think we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will be talking with Phil Giuliano about you know his comics and whatnot. So we'll see you guys in a bit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Well, I hope you're ready, because we're back. Yay! Yay! So we had a fun break. We listened to some music, some Mel Brooks, 
Some springtime for Hitler. Yeah, there's a lot of fun. Uh, and we have Phil Giuliano on the phone. Well, on the Skype. I don't know if it's really a phone. Yeah, you can have your own phone number. Yeah, but I don't know. Is, is it is it still technically? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, Phil draws best in show comics, which is pretty exciting. Is Phil there? Yeah, I'm here. Like I said, man, it's really getting it's 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 breaking up a little bit, so it's getting kind of hard to to hear what you're saying. All right, well, just bear with us a little bit. Uh, try turning off your webcam too, and see if that helps. Would it be possible just to call him on a cell phone and plug the uh, speaker jack into it? Maybe, but let's let's see if we can get this going without it, the webcams going. And, okay, because that'll be easier. Otherwise, you have to stop things and figure it out and start again and i don't want to edit so ah because i'm lazy yeah i know lazy we all are super lazy all right so phil uh how how did you get started doing comics um well i think i'm like every other kid you know every other kid when they're little they they draw you know they're drawing pictures of this and that i don't know man i started I, i saw the first i can tell you the first comic book i've ever seen it was a savage sword of conan number 104 had a Joe Jusco cover that just blew my mind you know just like I had a ninja guy on there and it had Conan with like the sword and the whole like fur cape and thing he's like putting it through the dude's chest and, <laughs> and yeah. I was like I was like whoa this is crazy and then I flipping through the artwork inside I was just really I was really amazed by like the raw black and white you know with the with the ink wash kind of artwork you know and uh, from then on, I just started copying those characters and like tra- not tracing, but copying them and imitating the artwork style. And that kind of led me into more comic books and then, you know, into more comic books and expanding into different things, drawing different things. And then, bam, Calvin and Hobbes comes on the scene. And there goes comic books. I'm all about cartoons then. But, um, yeah, man, a little bit of everything. It's, it's that, that one comic that one comic, The Savage Sword, I saw the artwork, and I'm like, man, I can do that. I got to do that. And that's pretty much where I started. Very cool. Very cool. I'm um, looking at some of it right now. Yeah, that's pretty damn sweet. Right? Reaching artwork, right? Calvin and Hobbes has certainly influenced a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard not to, man. They've been around for 10 years. And <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that dude was, like, the only cartoonist to ever win the... Um, the Rubin Awards, which is the National Cartoon Society, uh, it's their highest honor. Okay. He, he won it like he was going to win it like three years in a row, but people put up a fuss because nobody won it three years in a row. And so, <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I think even Charles Schultz put up a stink about it because he won it twice and he didn't want anybody winning more than he did. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he was a pretty big deal, and it's very influential in a lot of stuff I do. Yeah. Um, so you you have the web comic uh, best in show. Uh, is that your primary focus, or what? Like, what is your primary focus right now? Well, just it's, it's funny you ask because just recently it's 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 shifted. Okay. You know the the comic strip is you know three times a week, and it was my primary focus for years. And it got to the point where I got it, you know, kind of self syndicated. I was in up to like fifteen, twenty different newspapers and magazines with it, hmm. and. Um, you know, the market starts shifting and magazines start cutting out the the comics and it was getting harder and harder to get it into print. Okay. And, and so, you know, I have, a, you know, I kicked off the website and the website updates three times a week. I have a Go Comics, uh, Universal, you click uh, the Go Comics account there and that updates there. But recently I've been, I've been branching out because it's really, really hard. You guys probably know this. It's really, really hard to try to to, to make an honest living or even a, a shot at a, a decent living or even any kind of money yeah, at, at, at drawing comics and drawing cartoons. That's one of the so, biggest things is competition, too. There's so much competition out there when it comes to that. That's for damn sure, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's always people that are better than you, that can write better, that can draw better. and Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started branching out from the comic strip into more of the humorous illustrations. So I went with, you know, started with the comic strip and now I draw single panel cartoons. Uh, Matt, I think you, I gave you a copy of that Growler magazine. Yeah, um, you. well, you only had the one left, but you showed me it, yeah. And you were doing a lot of the yeah. art in there, weren't you? Yeah, I started branching out into the single panel stuff. Yeah. And then, 
that led to like uh, I go on this website. I have a profile on this website called freelance.com, and you know I start you put up a profile and, and they send you leads on freelance work because people post work, people post jobs and whatever. And so now the, the focus has shifted from a comic strip to illustration. Okay. And so now I'm doing like humorous illustration, doing cartoony type stuff. And, you know, then I post that up and spread that around and people are coming at me with, oh, a teen novel. A friend of mine back home is writing a teen novel. You know, oh, interesting. Uh, about pirates and stuff, you know. So, he, you know, he hired me on to draw those characters. And then I actually just... I got hired by another guy out in uh, in Kansas who has his own comic strip. He lost his artist, and he was needing an artist. And you know, I I applied for the job and I got that. So I'm doing a lot of the book illustration, freelance stuff. So now I'm like kind of shifting into other people's stuff instead of my own. I mean, I still have my work, and I still have, you know, I'm syndicated through um, a digital uh, content company called McClatchy Tribune out in Chicago, they distribute cartoons to um, universities and newspaper, uh, or universities and college newspapers, you know, it's like a downloadable content kind of thing. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I still have that stuff going, but the shift has been more towards humorous illustration and, and book illustration and stuff like that. Are you liking this more than the strips, or are the strips still, you know, just a little bit more favorited, in your opinion? Well, the strips, I mean, the strips are all about me, and they're all about my characters, and of course, they are my favorites, you know, because yeah. it's like, it's it's my life that I'm pouring out, you know how it goes, and uh, it's my characters that I'm developing and working on and, and tweaking and, and sharing with everybody, but the other the other gigs, other people's gigs, hey, more, so, yeah, you know, it's 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 to the point where I'm, I'm the career is growing, you know, I'm shifting more from a hobby to like an honest career, you know, with uh, with clients or steady clients. And um, yeah, the, the other people's work pays more. So oh, yeah, and that I, gives you money to produce your own stuff then, too. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you need one for the other. It's, it's uh, I'm making it all work. You know, I'm getting everything out there and I'm still able to produce my comics and making a lot of other people happy too by drawing them stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Um, you've mentioned a few times about, uh, like newspaper magazine syndication. Um, yeah. a, a lot of like webcomic artists I've talked to have tried that and then like, didn't like dealing with like the editors and stuff like that. How is your, uh, like experience been with that, with like editors and stuff like that? Well, there's for me personally, there's two types of editors. There's the editors that, are um, interested in communicating with their artists, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's editors that you sent, like I was listening to your, uh, your, your, you guys talk about the internet and how you just send stuff out there and it goes, well, it's like some editors, you send them communications like emails or text messages or even you try calling them and it just goes and they never get back to you. And, and that drives me crazy. Because I'm, I always need to know what's going on. I need to know how the comic is doing. I need to know if you got it each week because I send them, you know, JPEG files or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I need to know, like, when I bought a house and I changed my address, I'm like, dude, do you have my new address? You know, <laughs> you keep sending my check to the old address and pretty soon that shit's going to run out and it's going to come back to you and I'm going to be pissed. But um, for the most part, the editors that I've managed to work with have been pretty cool. You know, they're, okay. they're enthusiastic. They like my work. They they um, they try to get me as much as they can. And there's a couple that are just names on my fucking contact list. You know, like I, yeah. I send it to them and then you don't hear from them. Yeah. And the only time you hear from them is if, you know, they want to drop you. <laughs> you <know what> I mean? <laughs> so you and hope then, you never hear from them then. Yeah. So most of them are good, but there's a couple that you just I can't fucking get in touch with. Okay, so overall, just a positive experience then. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Okay, I'm curious. Have you ever had a uh, strip that you tried to put up that they just would that their uh, editors that they just didn't want to run it? There, there's actually only one instance where um, I sent. It was a gag. It's it was a single panel gag cartoon to this um, independent news news weekly that's up in in New York where I'm from, 
And uh, I sent it. It was it was a you know a local topic because it's all kind of like editorial kind of stuff. And it made reference to the mob, like it, it made direct reference by this like town superintendent to the mob, and, and they said they can't run that. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the only time that I had you know someone kick it back and say we can't do it. Okay, that's not bad. Only happening once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad at all. Luck that way. Um, so, how long has your strip best of show uh, been running? Um, best in show has been in production for it'll be ten years next year, next May. Very oh. cool. Very cool. Yeah. Have, you know, it, yeah. Have you always been doing the three strips a week, or has your schedule changed and fluctuated throughout the years? Uh the the the, the comic strips the. The production, it, it's changed. You know, it, it's kind of always been uh, dependent on my schedule. You know, okay. I, I still have a, a day job. And sometimes, you know, when I was not married and when I didn't have a house and all the other shit that goes along with maintaining a house, you know, and, and there was, you know, I would be able to come out with five a week. Sometimes it was two a week, you know. But to start, it was like two, two, two a week. And then I'm like, well... I need to get serious. If I'm going to get serious, i got to produce like five a week. And then that was like too much. <laughs> so I cut it back <laughs> like once or twice a week. And now now that I'm um, I'm locked in with this um, McClatchy Tribune, you know, I gave them three times a week. We have an agreement. And so I'm sticking to that. Okay. And it's been working out. You know, it's like that whole consistency. It, it goes a long way when people know when it's coming out and they know when they're going to get it. And yeah, it, yeah. It, it's worked out pretty well. So are you on a like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday release schedule then or Yeah. Okay. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Very cool. Very cool. Um what other projects are you currently working on? Like I know like you have this and then all of your other stuff, but I think you mentioned before when we were talking just a few other like projects that seemed really near and dear to your heart. Oh yeah. There's um well, as you well as you guys know, I'm huge into the beer, the craft beer culture, and I'm huge into this whole movement. You know, where just there's breweries popping up on every corner every week, and it's just it's it's awesome. You know, I I've always wanted to, and I've always tried to do some kind of beer related artwork or beer related project or beer related stuff. You know, so now I'm lucky. I'm working with the, the Growler magazine, and I'm I'm a, I collect stuff. You know, I love stickers, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't help but collect stuff. And you know, I had a box of beer stickers, like brewery stickers, because I love going to breweries. If a new one pops up, I'm there. First thing I ask for is a pint of their IPA, and then a sticker to go along with it. Right? <laughs> and um, I, it just all this stuff started collecting. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with these stickers? Because I don't want to stick them on anything. Because then that's it. You got your one sticker and it's stuck on whatever. Yeah, I have uh, that. That's the worst feeling ever. Like you don't know <laughs> if you're going to keep this thing. How long you're going to keep this thing? And I want this sticker more than I want this thing. So I have all these stickers in a box, just like you. <laughs> exactly right. You know. So um, what I did is um, I developed a beer passport. I mean, not an original idea but i added like a cartoon twist and the original version was a direct merchandising effort you know related to my best in show comic <laughs> and um, i tried that out and then you know i changed it up to a more generic theme because when i moved from Asheville, north carolina up to minneapolis i was like well let's try something more generic and because i like like i said i just like to go and collect stickers and Anyways, I'm rambling. The beer passport <laughs> is intention in, intended to keep track of the places you go to. Like, I like to keep notes. I'm such a beer snob, right, that I keep notes on the beer that I drink. I okay, completely I sound just like Casey. <laughs> right? I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> Soon. That's where I'm at. So I'm like, well, okay, so I want to put the sticker somewhere so I can keep track of everywhere I went. I want to take notes on the beer and even comments on the brewery itself and the service and if they had 
darts, which Jesus Christ, I can't find a dartboard in Minneapolis to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the uh, but I have found cool stuff like full length bar shuffleboard, you know. I mean, but and I just keep track of all that stuff because I. I have a bad memory and i want to remember places I've been. well especially after a couple of beers your memory's terrible <laughs> that's it too. <laughs> then you're like oh shit where did i go last night oh yeah i went to 612 brew i had their winter cold ip i can't remember the hell name of it but it's a way of keeping track of the places i've been hmm. and you know just have you shown these to the breweries like have they I, like said hey we kind of want some of these yeah i'm um, in Asheville, when I was there, I was I had this stuff distributed to five of the local breweries and um, a beer one of the beer stores, like the the, the like a, a Four Firkins kind of thing, or you know, or um, a craft beer shop, you know. Yeah. And uh, they were getting out and about, you know, and I do comic shows and I sell them at comic shows or whatever. So they're out and about there. And when I came here, it's such, I, I tried doing the same thing. And it's such a bigger area here. Yeah. Asheville's really small, and I was at the breweries all the time because you can walk to pretty much all of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was easier to get around. But here, there's so many, and, you know, Minneapolis is a big metro area, and there's this. It's harder to make that FaceTime. So, you know, you try doing it via email or phone calls or even through Facebook or whatever. And it's just the same. Yeah. Everybody seems to dig it. But they're all kind of on the fence, you know, because a lot of them are just starting. They don't know what the hell they're doing yet, you know. Yeah. What's that one next to you, Zach? Is that Harriet? Or yeah. That one. They always have all that art selling in there. Yeah. That'd be a interesting one to check out. Bands in there. What's your favorite one in the cities? My favorite brewery? Yeah. Um, I like Indeed. I still have to be there. I don't think I've had any of their beers yet. Oh, I have. Oh. Yeah? They sell... They're one of the only breweries local breweries that sell them in the liquor stores okay a six pack of cans very nice because they're the pretty much aside from surly those guys were the i mean they went into business with the intention of canning you know i mean they had the canning machine they didn't even know how to use it yet when they opened but they had it because that's where they were going with it and now they're finally putting stuff out in cans oh yeah they're big yeah i still need to go there i've been to dangerous man and Uh all the other uh been to Northgate, picked up a growler there. Luckily, my friend was telling me that they usually have a line right before the brewery opens. They have a line of twelve people because they only sell like eighteen a day of growlers. They only sell eighteen oh. growlers a day. Yeah. Wow. Northgate. Yeah. Oh wow. They're so. right over the bridge for me. They're like uh, two miles from my house, and I have. You better go there. <laughs> have you been no, to right? uh, Poor Decisions in Roseville? No. No, they're pretty good. They have they have a lot of interesting beers. I don't think they have an IPA. So they, I think they do more of like a traditional German type. Yeah, a lot of traditional German uh, and English beers. Their their Scottish ale is amazing. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I I like Scottish ale. Oh, they're fantastic. I've been there. I've been to like um, like I'm pretty close to Northeast, so all the breweries that opened up there, like Six One Two and Indeed and Dangerous Man, you can practically walk from one to the other, which is pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I've been that, up there. That is pretty cool. And um, you know, I love I love Dangerous Man. I think I was I wasn't sure what was going to happen with that. I mean, because I know the guy. I mean, he's you know he's like two degrees. He's my 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 wife's friend's brother-in-law or something so we've heard so much about dangerous man in like the year before it actually finally opened and all the setbacks they had and all the you know stuff going on that just pushed back their opening date and i'm like man if they don't open up people are going to forget about them but then they opened up and the place just like fucking exploded people were there all the time you can't get their beer anywhere else Mm. they have awesome beers he switches them up all the time so like every week he has like four different beers on tap, which is awesome. That's that sounds amazing. Yeah, I like going yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, like- it's really cool, and um, it's it's always really busy. But um, yeah, maybe I'll go there tonight. Yeah, you will. why don't you? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit up my old coworker and see if he's in the neighborhood. He's in just a bike ride away, so maybe I'll hit him up. I haven't seen him in a while. 
Well, that's a good excuse for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe pick up some food and bring it there then. There you go. Yeah, and I, you got to bring your own food in. I, I like breweries that are constantly like adding new things to their lineup. Like, I mean, they have like their two or three that they constantly do, and then they have like new things. So you can go into like their tap rooms and try the new stuff. Yeah. It's always exciting. Yeah, I've, uh, Fulton. I like, I like going to Fulton. Have you guys been to Fulton Brewing yet? I've been there once. Last year I was there, and it was uh, a little bit before a Twins game was about to get out. So it was kind of packed in there, but I didn't get a brewery tour. I just had a beer in the tap room there, but. They look. It looks like they got our shit together going on over there. They do. I mean, it's it's really. They just expanded. They're building a deck. Oh. On the on the front of the building, yeah. They like remodeled the bathrooms and everything. And that you mentioned the Twins game, and like that's one of the breweries I like to go to because I love to go watch the Twins and uh, to hop in there, get a pint before you can go to the ball game, and then get a pint afterwards. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um. But they, you know, they have their seasonals, and I get excited when they have new new seasonals or new session stuff that they put out. And um, I like to try the new stuff. You know, usually when I go to a brewery, there's a beer that I go there for. Mm-hmm. You guys like that? It's like, you know, if I go to Indeed, I get their Day Tripper. If I go to Dangerous Man, I'll get yeah. their Truck Stout. You know, if I go to Fulton, I'll get the, the Libertine or whatever. But um, when they do put up some new stuff, when they usually don't, it's just pretty cool. I like to try different stuff out. Yeah, no, trying new beers is always fun. Always fun. But yeah, no, like every brewery has that one beer. You're like, okay, I really like this beer that they do. So I'm going for that one. And then we'll see what else is there. Yeah, I dig that. I I just love going to breweries. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get so excited. I could talk all day long about them all. I could like, you know, go to them all. And I, it's like, you go... You, you go there and it's not like a, a, a club or a bar where it's like a meat market and you got the, the douchebags. Yeah, yeah, right. No, it's everyone there <laughs> likes beer, beer and is relaxed and it is a very relaxing. You atmosphere. can go there and just talk beer with anyone. Yeah, it's awesome. But get this right. You guys seem to have the exact same experiences in, in breweries. Everybody's laid back. They're all drinking beers, you know. Yep. And uh, I was at Excelsior Brewing Company. Have you guys heard of that one? It's in Minnetonka or uh, Excelsior down uh, in the suburbs here. Uh, that's a new one on me. Yeah. It, well, it, it's a smaller one. It's in uh, the town Lake Minnetonka. But um, for the first time in my, my brewery visiting career, I almost got in a fight. Really? Yeah. I always, we, always, there, we were a, a, sitting at a table, and they have like this this ring on a on a string thing where it's like you, you the, the 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 ring swings from a string in the ceiling and you try to toss it and get it on a hook on the wall it's like really really weird but um <laughs> there's like this group of drunk dipshits just like and they kept bumping into our table and like all of a sudden people were yelling and screaming it's like jesus christ there's gonna be a fight i've never been in a fight at a brewery <laughs> you know what i mean i'm a yeah. skinny little fucking cartoon cartoonist that you know somebody it's like to get in a fight in a brewery like this is this is not right the world is not right right no now. like just everyone needs to calm down and have another beer jeez just right no no they just need to get the hell out of it <laughs> you know? learn some brewery etiquette here. right yeah Seriously. i mean there, there's a certain etiquette for the tap room God, <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> so, in, in your in your brewery experiences, do you find you like brew pubs better or production breweries that have tap rooms? Oh, I like tap rooms. Yeah, brew pubs to me are restaurants. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess again, I may be just a little bit elitist on this one, but I, I like the tap rooms. Um, I like the tap room atmosphere. I. I, I you know, a brew pub to me is is a restaurant. You know, it's like any other restaurant. But you go to a tap room, it's like a brewery's, like, it's it defines them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, the ones that focus that take a lot of pride in their tap room and do something like thematic with it, like the hangar uh, for American Sky. 
Yeah, even though I don't like the beer that much, but see, the... I don't like the beer that they sell in stores, but I like all like oh, the one-offs okay. that they do. No, yeah, like, but that that tap room is really cool. Yeah, no, it like the bar looks like a riveted airplane wing, and oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, and then like just right in the center of the room too, basically. Yeah, no, it's it's right in the center of the brewery, so like all the ta- all like the. Uh, the bright tanks and stuff are off to the side, and yeah, that's just in Hudson here. So yeah, yeah. it's not too far away from you. Oh, so it's a it's a Wisconsin brewery. Yep. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, we spend a lot of time on this side of the border. Well, everyone but Zach, anyway. I'm <laughs> from Minneapolis myself, so I like uh-huh. to hop over the river every now and then. Right. Oh yeah. See how the other half lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we can buy beer on Sunday. <laughs> Don't nope. get in a war now. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> I want to change it. And that's funny, too, because, you know, I, I'm from New York, and, like, you can buy booze all day long every day. And I was when I lived in, in Asheville in North Carolina, they were pretty accommodating, like, that you can buy beer on Sundays and stuff. And I come up to Minnesota and was like, you can't buy beer on Sundays. And it's like, it broke my heart, you know? <laughs> what, what are they trying to stop here? Like, it's, I, it's a holy I, day, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it used to be. It's doing? religious purposes, but now they're just like, uh, like a few months ago, they tried to. You don't live in the pass. 1800s anymore? Or the, yeah. They tried to change it a few months ago, but. Oh, yeah. It didn't work because people are just like, oh, we won't make that much money anyways because people will think we're still closed. And it's just like, so do they that- even realize how much they're losing for fucking NFL when NFL's in on Sundays? Well, see, you know what it is? It's all the border towns in Wisconsin, like going over there and like doing <laughs> fake votes. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you guys still can't buy it. <laughs> yeah, they make over like, I don't know, Hudson made like over 20000 for just on a Sunday alone. Oh, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Like, Especially if it was a Packer Viking game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's I hope that changes because I don't always think ahead. I'm not one to yeah. Plan well, especially here. especially St. Paul, isn't it? Like eight o'clock when it's they close or something on uh, Monday through uh, Thursday, and then nine o'clock on Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. It's, uh, ten. It's, it's fucking early or something. I remember that. Wait, you guys can only buy beer until ten. That's on in St. Paul. Oh, wow. No, in Minneapolis, it's until 10. And then if you go to a grocery store that has beer, then it's called like 3-2 beer. I oh, that's right. It's near quotes. beer. God, yeah. Minnesota's just stupid. <laughs> I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> we can buy beer until midnight and then again at like 8 in the morning. No, we can buy beer until midnight. Oh, yeah. It's bars. No, don't they pass a thing here in Wisconsin? You can buy beer at 6 a.m.? Maybe I don't know. It the just liquor depends on the liquor store wants to open. <laughs> well, like at the, if you go to a gas station, though, like a quick trip that's open. That's true. Do you guys have the drive through uh, liquor stores, too? Not we, around us. We don't. Uh, but in South Dakota, where I have a bunch of family, there's a bunch of them down there, and I've used them, and they're delightful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just say what you want? Yeah, no, you, it's, it's like going to a McDonald's. You roll up and be like, I want this beer. And then you drive up and they give you the beer. Oh, I aren't, there, aren't there uh, deliveries in Minneapolis? Yeah, there is a delivery service for beer. That's genius. We should start that here in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, see, I've ordered beer online, but you can't get it delivered in Wisconsin. So I had to have it like shipped to work in Minnesota. Oh, weird. Yeah. Stupid laws. I know they just make things so <laughs> like so convoluted. But yeah, all right. Well, Phil, uh, do you have any like new projects coming up in the future that you want to talk about? I'm sorry, you're breaking up oh. a little bit. What was the question, dude? Uh, do you, Do you have any like upcoming projects you want to talk about at all? Or um, really, I'm, like I said, I've I've, um, I've Back to the, the beer passport, I've um, I've rebranded it. So it went from a comic-related passport to what I call the Traveling Alesman. I like Ooh. it. Yeah, the Traveling Alesman. And, um, it, again, designed for people who like to travel around and go to all the breweries, which I'm sure all of us do. But, um, yeah, I'm working on that and still... Just plugging away, man. Trying to find new new illustration clients and okay and stuff. But um, 
I'm on. <laughs> here's a really quick. This one, I like to talk about this one. There is a, a job posting that I applied for for a mixed martial arts studio in Australia, right? <laughs> okay. So they were looking for uh, ninja logos, like ninja characters, because they wanted to like have like a whole ninja brand thing where they all their posters and all their whatever on the wall is going to be these ninja characters. And like, how cool would that be to draw fucking ninjas for some MMA <laughs> studio in Australia? That'd be pretty right? damn That'd be awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got as far as like, they, they paid me for some sketches and, you know, I guess the, 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 the studio that they were looking to open, there's some logistical things and like the, some of the, the, the location things are starting to falter. So now it's on hold, but, Oh, this guy, I, I, yeah, come on. Maybe one day, one day. That'd be really cool. Yeah. A lot of fun. But. All right, uh, where can people find you on the web? Like, if they want to, like, get beer passports and stuff like that, like, where can they find you? You can get all that stuff through my website. It's www.bestinshowcomic.com. All right. There, yeah, that's where I post my regular comic strip, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And there are uh, menu tabs that lead you to my merchandise page where you can find the Beer, the beer Passport collections of, or the latest collection of comic strips called, um, and this year's award goes to. Um, you can buy original artwork, you can buy stickers, and uh, whatever else I put up on that website. Very cool. And um, you can also read my comic strip at gocomics.com. Just plug in Best in Show and you'll be able to find it there too. Awesome. You got any cons coming up or anything? I'm sorry? Any cons coming up? I think the next one I'm going to attend is the Fall Con here in uh, in the cities. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, I think it's in October. I'm still, Sounds about you know, right. still new to the area, not really sure on the, the con circuit and haven't made the connections yet. And the people I did talk to, you know, I mean, you got to get in like a year in advance, you know. Yeah. You got to so, know somebody to get a decent table. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you guys can help me out with that. We, I mean, we, we might be able to. We have some contacts we can hook you up with. Because, I mean, I love doing shows, and I love like just talking to people and getting my stuff out there. And I mean, hell, that's how I met Matt, right? Yeah, yep. and Ryan Ryan's <laughs> not here right now. He's at the a concert with his sister. Ryan was the one that was with me that actually introduced me to you. Nice. All right, uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Any, well, yeah, that would be cool. But otherwise, uh, Falcon is going to be at the... State Fairgrounds, St. Paul, end of October sometime. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Dude, this was a lot of fun. I love talking about beer and comics. I mean, <laughs> well, the only thing we talked about was women. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you should come down to the studio sometime yeah, and actually I, hang out with us. I know, right? I mean, you're not that far. River Falls, how far is it, Zach, from uh, Minneapolis? Uh, like an hour. Uh, less than an hour. I like did the drive minutes. every single day for the past five years. So it, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, depending on traffic when you go. Yeah, yeah. So don't leave Don't leave 4 to 6. Don't leave that time period, and don't leave, uh, I'd say, 6 to 8. Yeah, During the weekday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday's Saturday. fine any time of the day. Come on down. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, we'll definitely have to have you on again. This is a lot of fun. Oh, hell uh, yeah. And any time you just want to talk beer, just let us know. Beer Absolutely. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we will talk to you later, sir. You got it. Guys, have a good night. Enjoy you your too. beer. I'm going to go too. online. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. All righty. So next week. You want some closing music here? Uh, yeah, give me some closing music. All that right. seems like a thing we could do, right? Alright, next oh, week uh, The question of the week for next week is What is the best Merca movie To watch on the 4th of July? Ooh. Team America? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know There's there's a lot of good Merca movies Can I there. can I pick mine for now so you know they won't be here? Well, you can submit it on Facebook I want to Say it now Independence Day. That was mine too. <laughs> I don't have an excuse. You get you get to actually describe it though. So. Yes. All right. Uh, some announcements on tabletop theater this month. We are doing part two of our Pathfinder series. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That's a thing that's happening. Guys are nerds. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, Soundwave. Um, that's gonna take a slight change this week since Matt's gonna be gone. So. If you're a fan of Soundwave, hopefully you will still like it. If not, you're going to suck it up and deal with it for six months. <laughs> uh, Divine Liquors Homebrew Competition on Sunday, July 14th. If you 
are even anywhere close to the area, you should come down that day. It's going to feel about it. Well, I, I'm hope. Well, he might still be listening. Probably not, Ooh. but we'll let him know. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a three dollar entrance fee for to get into the competition itself. If you're a homebrewer and you want to submit some beers, Monday, July first, which is this upcoming Monday, is the deadline, and it is five dollars per beer. But if you submit a beer, your fee is waived for the competition. Um, you can get more information at divineliquors.com or at the store. And we are going to be live broadcasting it. So if you can't make it down, you can at least tune in and listen. So that'll be fun. Hmm. And I think that's about it, guys. Uh, feedback. If you have any feedback on this show or any questions or just problems about Matt leaving or you just need a vent, send us an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios. And follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Later. So long, farewell.